Hey everybody, before we start the show, I just want to thank the newest Patreon subscribers, Tab Carson and David Allen. Thank you guys very much. So favorite horror movies and other horror related events, dude. I'm your host, Sean Hogan, brother. Oh, shit. <laughs> Joe's I'm brother. Joe. Let me tell you something, brother. WrestleMania has ended, dude. Jack. <laughs> and we're, we're talking about what, what kind of movie should we talk about in WrestleMania season, brother? Are you asking me? Oh, I, I'm asking you, dude. All the, the little, all the little Shawnomaniacs out there. What kind of horror movie should we be watching around WrestleMania season, brother? I would like to say a good one, but that's not what we did, brother. Well, dude. I mean, you got your They Lives. You got your Hell Comes to Frogtown, Jack. But we decided we were really going to bring out the big guns and Dude. <laughs> We're talking see no evil, man. <laughs> and see. That was good. <laughs> Thanks, man. That was solid Hogan. My Hogan's actually much better usually. Um but uh, the, the pressure was on. And then you start doing the voice for like more than 30 seconds. And you're just like. It took me out of it. I was, I was, I was wrapped up in the performance. <laughs> you get lost. It was a performance piece. Yeah. And you know something, dudes. Uh, May 19th, 2006. Were you watching wrestling at this period? Yeah. Okay. So do you remember the May 19th? I do. And Kane beating the shit, <laughs> shit out of anyone that said May 19th I for do. no reason. Yeah. Because he was somehow, this character was somehow really Kane, the wrestler. Yes. Yikes. Good old kayfabe. $8 million budget, grossed $18.6 million in the box office. That is surprising. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is straight bullshit. This movie. I said to you the other day, I'm convinced it was just Vince renting out every theater so he could watch it again and again yeah so i should probably tell the story about the vince wanting to write the movie yes okay so guys this movie is about uh the wrestler kane is in it he plays jacob good good night who gives a shit uh he's a killer um he's also dead kind of (laughs) don't really explain it uh and um he uh kills people and Anyway, um, 
So Vince was heavily involved with the creation of this. This was like one of WWE Studios' earlier movies, and uh, they were writing it, and they sent the script to Vince, who, if you're not into the wrestling scene, is a fucking nutcase. Like, legit, every story you hear is this guy is just like, and not even like evil, just like out of touch, out of his mind, and he thinks the most horrible things are hilarious. So he reads it and he demands that they put in a scene where Kane would unzip his pants and reveal that he had like a four foot dick (laughs) and like show the dick in the movie. And the writers were like, they're not going to make the movie. If we put that in the script, like the studio is just going to shut it down. Like the other production groups. And Vince was like, no, you have to put it in the movie. And, uh, so they had to put it in, send it to Vince, and then they secretly removed it before sending it to like the production. Company. So it's actually filmed. It's out there somewhere. No, it's not filmed. It was just like written in the script. Okay, okay. Sent to Vince, who was like, "This is hilarious and great," and then sent it back to him, approved, and they removed it before actually sending it on to everyone to make the movie. <laughs> like, where would that even fit in in this movie? It would. <laughs> Uh, I think his dick would be played by Hornswoggle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hornswoggle or uh, what's the other little thing? El Torito. Oh, El Torito. <laughs> All right. We will promise try not to talk too much about wrestling in this. But um, that's the only thing fuck, I want to talk about in this. Carol. Z B B B B in my head. All right. Um, <laughs> other good notes that I read on this. Original working title of the movie, The Ice Cream Man, E-Y-E, Scream I like Man, it. was later changed to The Good Night Man, and then Good Night, before settling on See No Evil. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, it was mentioned in some interviews that Kane's co-stars were a little uneasy around the seven-foot man. Fangoria Magazine mentions the director having to ask Kane to remain seated during cast introductions since one of the women who only came up to his sternum wouldn't come near him. <laughs> seems like a nice guy, though, in real life. Dude, he seems like the nicest guy. I think that's a work. <laughs> that's a shoot. That's a work. Uh, and, yeah, Kane would beat up people on Monday Night Raw who said May 19th, which was the release date of this movie. Fucking stupid. So, <laughs> here's your cast for this one. Uh, no one famous. Um, but here are the character names, just to try and realize how hard it was to keep track of any of these people. Christine, Ty, Kyra? Yeah. Williams, Richie, Melissa, Zoe, Michael, Margaret, Jacob. And that's not even all of them. It was impossible. To keep that's track. just like the people. Yeah. We just have to talk about this. I'm not breaking this down, right? Thank God. Um, can I say, can I say that? I sound like Foghorn Leghorn. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. I'll uh, say. <laughs> the opening was great. Dude, so the opening was so good. The like I even made a note of it. The opening was gory. It was grim, and I was like, "This doesn't feel like a WWE movie. It feels like a legit horror movie, like a slasher flick." And I was like, "This is my second time seeing it," but I was like, "I don't remember it starting like this. Like this is this is crazy. Like this looks like it might actually be good. I might actually enjoy this." Yep. And without going too much into it, I just want to jump ahead and immediately after that opening scene, 
it goes to a bus with the kids and like the dialogue and even like the way it's shot, it's all like bright and everything. You're like, okay, this is a WWE film. Everything is CGI'd in this movie. It reminded me of Toby Hooper's Crocodile. It yeah. So it starts out in this scene where we basically get the backstory of the killer and the cops are coming into this house. They, I guess they've been kind of tracking a serial killer. It, just the mood, the setting, the colors that they're using are all really effective. Cops come in. They see a girl. She's got no eyeballs. Um, and uh, they shoot the baddie in the head. Right? In that scene? Yeah, mm-hmm. he shoots him. Um, and he also gets his arm ripped off, one of the cops. And I was like, oh, he's dead. Nope, he's the main character. Uh, just ridiculous, though. Just ridiculous. And um, but that, that opening scene was really good. And I, was, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, am I in for a treat here? And immediately, it's, it's playing this, like, like garage band, um, generic like rap beat that just like it's literally like how like a third grader would make a rap beat it's like boom yes boom boom and that's literally the song that's playing and i fucking i hate when movies have like the freeze frame with the caption so it has like it has the least intimidating criminals walking and like they like look at the camera and it freezes and it says like what they're in prison for. Dude. And I hate it. I hate it so much. And they're all like they're not even criminals. They're they're like juvenile delinquents. Yeah. They're so young. Yeah. They're so young. It's so fucking dumb. It's so dumb. And they're on the bus and they're just <sighs> They're on a bus and then uh we, we learn like some of the characters are connected. One's like the ex boyfriend of the girlfriend and he got her. Dude, in jail. that storyline is insane. Unnecessary. <laughs> totally um, unnecessary. Especially because they try to make... Dude, that storyline is unnecessary for a lot of reasons. But, <sighs> dude, they build it up so big. And she's like, I can't believe they put me in here with him. He beat the shit out of me. And he was abusive. And he was the reason I was on the streets to begin with. And you're like, man, this guy is a piece of shit. Then he uh, tries to rape her in a shower. Oh, yeah. Like, is that a try... Like. And he, he, one of his lines is, um, like, I thought you liked it through the back door because he sneaks up on her. Just, it doesn't make sense. But uh, that's what he says to her. And you're like, whoa, this guy's a humongous piece of shit. And then at the end, he's the hero. Yeah. He's the fucking yeah. hero of the movie. Swerve. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, in, it was insane. Stupid. It was insane. Hate it. I fucking hate it. Holy shit. Well, and that, this fucking jabroni gets into a fight on the bus oh and might be my least favorite scene in the whole movie. <clears throat> they break it up and the other kid breaks the fourth wall, <laughs> looks at the camera and goes, what? I didn't do shit. He's just staring at the camera. Like, I, <laughs> I wish we could just be done talking. Uh, the cop the cop that got his arm ripped off is now a uh, correctionals officer, which like, wouldn't you have like a massive payday? From, you would never have to work again, yeah. and neither would your kids. If you got your arm ripped off by in a line man. of duty, yeah, yeah. And plus, you the would community have, would be like, "No, you're not working." You would have such like PTSD. Oh, and how many years is it? Is it? It's four years, dude. You're not. You're not even close to being ready. Even if you're working with these dickhead juvenile delinquents, and uh, it's so like it's just such lazy story. It's like. So it's the he's, pits. He's, he's working with these kids. And of course, like you do with most 
juvenile delinquents, you take them to some fucking piece of shit run down building and have them all sleep there to a clean gi- it up. A giant, co- a giant co-ed sleepover. Uh, let's take with the juvenile girls. delinquents. Let's take the girls and the boys and get them on a bus together. And then, dude, yeah, when they when they were like, when the woman was like, "Well, the doors lock at night." The doors lock every night. I was like, you've got to be kidding me that I'm supposed to buy that these fucking kids are going to sleep here. Not, I shouldn't say kids. These people that are locked away in jail or juvenile detention center, they're going to be locked in the house I can, alone. I can get behind. So, yeah. Yeah. Fuck this movie. I can get behind no sense. taking them to a place yep. to fix it up as like part of their rehabilitation, yep. giving back to the community. <clears throat> and then maybe, like, why didn't the writer just have it be like, well, then they got locked in once they were there. Like, why would you write it into the script that they're staying the night? Why wouldn't you just ship them back and forth? Right. Like, and then who would put them there? Also, for- that place is a giant piece of shit. Yeah. No one. You wouldn't be down. allowed to stay there, even, dude. The prisons prisoners have it honestly pretty okay <laughs> for prison for prison life in the United States. You're live. You know what I mean? Like with all the rules now and stuff, like. You can't sleep in a place like that. That place should be condemned. A hundred, yeah, it definitely should. And then of course, the, there's a you know there's the drug dealers, there's the, like the gang members, and then there's a hacker, of course, because <laughs> and a, uh, 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 a guy that has a treasure map. Okay, so that was the next thing. <laughs> so, so he immediately, like, within being there for two seconds, is like, uh, this place has a safe, you know, and I have the blueprints to the entire place. Dude, do you know how hard it is to get blueprints? I, I don't even have Dude, blueprints to my house. I was just going to say, <laughs> like, if someone told me there's a safe in my house, I'd never find it. I'd never fucking find no. it. Oh, man. He gets the blueprints and he's got a safe. And then, luckily enough, his friend uh, cracks safes. <laughs> it's so convenient. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's the laziest story writing it's ever. It's so lazy. It's so lazy. And you just think, like, when these people write this, are they just told, like, just write something? Like, just do it like just get it done like i don't it has because this can't be like satisfying to write as a writer this is just like the pits like wwe they have to have better writers like they have the money to pay someone to write it why can't they just do that they were trying to make a movie it's so weird it's so weird they made no holds barred like don't you think they would have learned yeah uh can you crack a safe i can open them like i open your mama's legs Idiot. I would leave. Uh, fuck you then. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting anything. Fuck you. I'm tearing up safe, these blueprints. Because yeah. <laughs> there's probably not even a safe here. Um, yeah. How he got the blueprints is... And they're like legit blueprints, right? Like the big rolled up blue things that you well, see Well, first he's got like printouts, like from a home <laughs> printer, like the history of the hotel, the Blackwater Hotel. We also get some shots of like Kane looking through peepholes that are like everywhere. <laughs> so many holes. Dogs coming through holes. Um, oh yeah, no, the so they see a uh, <clears throat> using the magical treasure map. They find a body, a dead body. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a fire. You can't like I hate nitpicking a bad movie, but like this is just they're not even fucking trying. They they find they're walking through this dirty room and they find a sign on a cardboard a cardboard sign that says "Will work for food." And then they find a bottle of booze and they go. Why would they leave this here? Yeah. What, a cardboard sign and a bottle of booze. I kind of get the bottle of booze, but like they're drunks. <laughs> they probably forgot it or they're coming back or they're just 
pissing and shitting in <laughs> one of the other rooms and coming back to kill you, like shank you. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Like, that doesn't even make sense to say. And then they find the dead body and they're like, how did he die? It's like, he's fucking homeless <laughs> and living in a rundown hotel. It could be anything. Yeah, but didn't they also talk about there being a huge fire there? Yes. So, like, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah, because he was there after the fire. They, they deducted. Like, but nobody cares. No one cares. Um, and we start seeing guys get picked off, and uh, he gets these hooks to the back, and he gets dragged into the elevator. And one of the kids sees all of this and uh, is fairly unfazed by it. Like, he's freaked out, but, like, it wasn't like a Jason Not as much thing. as he should be. Yeah. He didn't just see the body go away. He saw, he saw Kane walk here. Like, just leave. <laughs> well, they're locked in. Yeah, but what, what, what are we talking about here? It's a fucking hotel, an old-ass hotel. Just kick the fucking door down. There's like 30 of you. Just push on the door all together, <laughs> and it'll break open. Ah, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, there's like a woman later in the scene. Um, I didn't even know she was in the fucking movie. At the bar scene, she's talking to the cop. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who is this character? I think she just entered the hotel. Um, Looking for a place to stay. I know. And our kids, um, they decide they're going to go party, which is usually a bad idea. But, I mean, they're in jail. Oh, and they also, like, all of them have drugs. They all get drugs. Dude. They're buying drugs from somebody... uh, the, that main dickhead gets drugs, gets drugs from somebody else just to sell them to somebody else. Uh, how they're about, in the hotel. Wait, how about the girl that pulls out the cell phone? Yeah, I know. And they're like, where did you get a cell phone? And she's like, I just got it. I hate this one. Dude, she went from jail to a bus to a hotel. Where would you have gotten a cell phone? And then she's talking to her friend like she's out of jail. <laughs> she's like, oh, I got to take this. And she's like. Uh, hey, what's up? Like, uh, it's just totally lame. <laughs> yeah, it is. Being in jail is pretty lame. It sucks. Mm-mm-mm. Everything about this sucks. I know. I know. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Because, you know what? Instead of just picking this apart, I just want to talk about something that I liked. Okay. And That's a good idea. Good for you. <laughs> You're a bigger man than me. I liked Kane's kills. I liked when he gouged the eyes out. Like there were times when he was like pulling eyes out where you're kind of like, all right, this is kind of making me. Those were pretty awesome. Not terrible. Those were pretty awesome. I mean, it helps that he had like this horrible, like special effects, like just thick ass nails. It was so gross. I also like that they incorporated WWE moves to some of his kills. Like he straight up choke slams. Choke slams a girl. Choke slams a girl to death. It was awesome. Um, some things I did not like. <laughs> having an elevator <laughs> kill the girl. Like, like if you're gonna have to use the elevator to kill someone, like maybe have the elevator stuck halfway and they get like trapped in and it crushes her. But the door just shuts on her head repeatedly. I, I honestly, I was really confused that that killed her. I was. It might th- make her uncomfortable, dude. It would. It would barely do that. Also, elevators <laughs> are motion sensors. Like it wouldn't shut, dude. First of all, Kane, I, I. I was so confused by those because he's like the clumsiest killer of all time. Cause like, for like, so the guy, the first guy he kills, he drags into the elevator and like his foot gets stuck and the elevator door is just closing on the foot and then he drags him in. Yeah. I was like, that was a weird scene to include, but whatever. And then the girl he kills, 
And then the door's closing on her head. I'm like, he's just like really bad at like getting things <laughs> into the elevator. <laughs> and then later on, he's he's got a girl on his back and he just whacks her up against the wall as yeah. he's like going around it's the corner. fucking doofus. Oh, man. It just, why would you include that? Well, that was about all I had for things I liked. But uh-huh. uh, something I did not like is how one of the kids describes Kane, like when he's telling everybody, he's like, he's tall and he has a hole in his head. And the guy's like, that can't oh be. Oh my God. I shot him years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Why would you think it was him? Dude, dude. No, you make that connection. And then, yeah. And then he goes, I, that's all he says. He goes, like, it can't be. I shot him years ago. And then the other kid is like, oh, you're the guy that shot that freak. And yeah, like, everyone knew everything. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Everybody, like, a light bulb went off. But, like, dude. that kid, like, if you're familiar with the story, this guy has no fucking arm. Like, yeah. how do you not like you're, dude? This movie is full of light bulbs going off. It's like the that's like what it is. Like, yeah, except for the people who wrote it. Yeah, and the, the cop starts describing Kane, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's after he's it's right after he says it can't be him. I shot him in the head, and then they kind of like figure it out in like two seconds, and then he's like, yeah. He must keep people with... He doesn't know this for a fact. He just says the girl that survived the first ones had a religious tattoo. And right. and then from that, he has deduced by himself that he does not kill people with religious tattoos. And then immediately the girl's like, oh my God, Kira has religious tattoos. Yeah. Because he's stolen Kira, by the way. Who, I don't know, pick one. Pick a girl, I don't know. It's the girl that... Uh Got tattoo. raped in the tent in the shower. Oh, good. Because Kane was also peeping through the through the shower. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the, the other kid said, "You're oh you're the guy that shot the freak that plucks out eyeballs." What? <laughs> what? Everyone knows everything about this guy. Everyone should whatever. Um, but Kane makes pretty work quick work of these kids. Yeah, a oh. cop gets a hook through the mouth. Yeah, that was awesome. Girl falls about 9,000 feet. Most the of roof. the death scenes were actually pretty cool. Not terrible. Besides the bad CGI. Um, I also love Kane going up a dumbwaiter with a chain. <laughs> I like that, too. <laughs> How the fuck is that even... There's no... There's not... There's no way you could actually do that. <laughs> Dude, dumbwaiters are probably so small. Kane is like the biggest man. Yeah, dumbwaiters suck. Dumbwaiters do so suck because you, dude, they're useless because you need somebody on the other end. Yeah. Like if my garbage isn't just going out, like that thing would just stink. Where are we? Um, he's basically killed most of the kids at this point. <laughs> um, he killed them all so fast, so so fast. Uh, dogs come out of the hole and eat the shit out of this girl. That's kind of cool, I guess. Oh, oh, okay, so. <laughs> That was cool, but it also made no sense. It was so stupid. Of course not. So they're fighting with Kane. Um, they're trying to lower the girl with like a fire hose. And the guy is lowering her down. And Kane appears, kills the guy, which makes the girl plummet to the bottom. And she's kind of just hanging there. And this dog, <laughs> a single dog comes and is like, <laughs> and just smelling. And then is like, as if to like talk to the like the the international dog language is just like ruff, ruff. and then like a hundred dogs come <laughs> out and just start eating her, tearing her apart. And, and why are there stray dogs 
Um, <laughs> by the way, Elliot just said this is this is the horror show's first movie pitch: Garbage Locker. <laughs> Dude, that is a trauma movie waiting to happen. It is Garbage Locker. Although I don't really want like just naked titties everywhere <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Racist rants. <laughs> so I think I'll try to make it elsewhere. Um, but yeah, these these uh these these dogs killer. What was the worst kill scene in this movie? Uh, like the worst, the worst, the shittiest, the shittiest. Yeah. Uh, tell me yours. Uh, pushing a cell phone down someone's throat. Okay, yeah. <laughs> without right. actually using your fingers. Because I was thinking the kill, scene, <laughs> the kill scenes were the highlight. I was trying to think of one that yeah. sucked. But yeah, that yeah. This girl, the girl with the cell phone, because of course she has to die by the cell phone. Uh, Kane <laughs> gets a hold of her. He takes the cell phone. He puts it in her mouth. He is not using his hands to, like, push it down her throat. He's, like, as if you're, like, doing, like, a palm to your face. That's how he is pretending to push the cell. Probably because she was, like, do not put your fingers in my fucking mouth. (laughs) And then, so it's just a palm to her mouth. He's not actually pushing the cell phone down. Yet, we are led to believe that it is pushing the cell phone down her esophagus. Yeah. And she dies. She dies. What is the worst flashback in this movie? Uh, the little boy in a cage being called a pig (laughs) jerking off to Victoria's Secret magazines (laughs) like dude I get their intention but it didn't fit the theme of the movie at all like the opening scene and then those scenes kind of fit together they're a little more artistic agreed but then the rest of the movie's in there. It just makes no... Yes. That, that flashback comes out of nowhere, and it's like... She calls him a pig, and he's like... <laughs> it's like a thousand-yard stare. <laughs> flashes back to that. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Oh. Oh, that flashback sucked. It's so funny that you said that right here. I just have weird flashbacks. Dumb. <laughs> um, and uh, there was an older woman. That's like it for my notes, by the way. There, there was an older woman who was running the hotel who was the one that told us that the uh, the hotel closes at night. And uh, we discover she's Kane's mom. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she's got like a Minneapolis accent. She's like, I'd like to tell you why. That's not even a Minneapolis accent. I'd like, I'd like you to tell me why you, why this whore is still alive. <laughs> so, dude, it was the dumbest thing. And a fucking song playing. Jesus loves little children. Dude, song over and, over and over and over again. And then she tells us this was all an elaborate plan to get back at the cop who shot Kane. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I have so many problems with that. Because, like, the prison wouldn't allow it to happen. Like, they'd research it and be like, what's the deal with this hotel? Why didn't they just go after him? Like, find where he lives and kill him. Kane? No, because no, didn't she want to get back at the cop? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. why didn't they just go to his house? I don't know. But she's like, oh, would've the kids a, were just the bonus. Would have saved us an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and also in that scene, that scene's great because we discover all of this because Kira, the the girl who's in a cage, is like, you know him? Yes, I'm his mom. Oh, okay. Cool reveal. (laughs) And then it's like, 
uh, why are why are you here? And it's like, oh, because we we're trying to kill the guy. Like this lady's just like spilling the beans. Yeah. Like, why would you even have a conversation? Shut your with mouth. Him? Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Um, but the gang is here to save Kira. Uh, Michael, the piece of shit's there. He's having fun, and he's a hero now. And uh, they beat the shit out of Kane. Um, they shove a pipe through the hole in his head. Yeah. Which. It was all right. This is. God. They, it's just an identity crisis of this. They didn't know what they were doing. Um, and ultimately they throw him through a window. By sticking a pipe in his eye and throwing him out of the window. Or he's like hanging onto the ledge. They stick a pipe in his eye. And then on top of that he falls. And then falls onto glass. That is just. <laughs> sticking it's all sticking upwards vertically yeah. shards of glass and um and then it goes into this insane cgi of like in his internal organs like beating and <laughs> pumping and the glass if they got rid of all the bullshit they got rid of like the kids and the prison a- aspect and they just kept like the style that they shot the beginning and the kill scenes yeah you could pull together a decent movie that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say in Kane? theory this movie's not bad kane's not terror like i would like to see a good movie with kane as a villain talk <laughs> even with him not talking though like, no it was fine he's got like, a menacing look he's a, he's a beast like yeah. just have him walking around like he was like that'd be good like use him in a good movie yeah i'm surprised they never even put him into the freddy role they love having huge guys like that. As Freddy? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Jason, you mean? Dude, yeah. that would be the worst casting. Kane ever. as Freddy would be, I think I need to see it. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Oh, man, that's so funny. Um, I, that's the movie I'm pitching. That's absolutely the movie I'm pitching. Um, it's going into Daniel Bryan's dreams, yelling, I am the tag team champions. <laughs> uh Fuck, Kane sucks. Um, <laughs> they leave the hotel, or they're about to leave, and the girls are like, Michael, you didn't have to come back for us. Dude, this is the same girl that was like, this guy beat the shit out of me and nearly raped me. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, I didn't want to walk out of here alone. <laughs> it's a terrible reason, but whatever. And um, the credits roll. And then the, they come back, and Joe did not get I to did, see I this. didn't watch the after credits. Um, and Kane is laying there dead, and I'm like, oh, he's going to come back to life, obviously. Um, uh, one of the stray dogs walks up and pees in his uh, eye hole <laughs> from where the pipe was. That's, it. That's how it ends. And then, and then a CGI fly flies <clears throat> towards the screen, and then a rap song starts playing. Um, however, I, this made me think of something. See No Evil 2 is out. I have not watched it. But I am praying. Um, if you remember Thanksgiving, a dog urinating on a totem brought the turkey back to life. <laughs> Maybe the dog piss is what brings Kane back to life. I can only hope. And I'll never <laughs> find out because I will never watch it. Um, and I encourage you all to read the synopsis of this movie on Wikipedia because it makes no sense whatsoever. And it explains the whole movie and it still makes no sense. At the end of it, you're still like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's absolutely insane. Um, and honestly, I appreciate a lot of bad movies now that we do this show. Um, this is not one of them. But like this makes you look at Rumpelstiltskin though and be like, I'd watch that all day. 
yeah, I over mean, this. At least I laughed during Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Rumpelstiltskin sucks, mm-hmm. but... So here's some things that they used CGI on. The bus scene was CGI'd. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because they had to use $8 and they million. And so much more. Yeah. Uh, the sky in the opening scene is CGI. <laughs> I don't understand. And all the dust and flies are CGI'd throughout the movie. So, I mean, I guess that answers my question from the last episode. Is like, how are they spending all this money? Because they're spending it all on CGI. I'm bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bullshit. Yeah. Nobody so, cares about the flies and see no evil. No, 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 no. Um, so that wraps up this episode, but we've got a mailbag. Yes. I did a mailbag um, two weeks ago now, shit. And um, it's time for Joe yeah. to do his mailbag. I did he, not listen to Sean's because I didn't want to influence yeah. my choices. Yes, yes. All right. So mailbag <coughs> questions. Do, all right. Do, do, do. So um, a lot of these are from my episode, so I didn't write down uh, the sources of these questions. I know some of them, but others I don't. Um, so I might not give you credit, and I apologize for that. Uh, but you got credit on the last episode, so don't be fucking crazy. Uh, if you could turn any urban legend you know into a horror movie, what would it be? I like it. I like that question a lot. Um I think with my choices, though, they would work better as shorts because a lot of times horror movie or um, yeah. urban legends, they don't have very, enough. Very brief, you yeah. know. But uh, I would go with the, uh, the the babysitter clown. Are you familiar with that one? No. The one where uh, somebody's babysitting and she calls the parents and she says that the kids can't sleep because the statue of the clown keeps freaking them out. Could she move it to the different room? And the parents are like, we don't have a statue of a clown. Like you need to get out of that house right now. That one always gave me the creeps. Dude, I have the worst cold tears <laughs> right now. That fucking is a nightmare. So that would, that would be my choice. I mean, I don't think it would work as a feature like, length, I've but got uh, like hair, my hair is like standing up. Shit like that. The urban legends are the best. Like the smiling man thing, like that. Smiling. I wanted to go smiling man at first, but that's not really an urban legend. Yeah, I went with. Uh, I couldn't really think of one that would make a good one, so I went with. I went with uh, chupacabras. <laughs> oh, all right. Because you know they've never really been done properly. You're right. Chupacabra right? terror. Chupacabras are cool. Chupacabras are cool, but but. <laughs> But yeah, all they do is they just eat goats. There's yeah. really no threat. Goat suckers. <laughs> um, it's harmless. Yeah. If you could create a horror movie superhero, yeah, what would their name be and what would their superpowers be? They would be able to uh, climb buildings very easily, and their name would be Coffin Baby. <laughs> uh, that's good. I never even answered that question. I think mine would be the ability to like not trip in the woods when you're running away from somebody. So, so the villain wouldn't yeah. be able to. Try. It would be in like slow motion, like like when Superman like does something really cool. It'd be like as he's not tripping. It'd be like going slow motion. He's like dodging the one root that trips up <laughs> gotcha. every every other idiot. Gotcha. <clears throat> he doesn't have a name though. Um, what movie franchise would you reboot if you had unlimited funds? So I couldn't really think of a franchise because you know. I wouldn't want to reboot Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th or Scream or Saw or anything like that. 
But I would really like to, if I had unlimited funds, I'd really like to reboot the Beast of Yucca Flats. Like, I really would. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that in forever. I just think it's a sweet concept of having, like, someone like Tor Johnson, like Kane, uh, living out in the mountains where they're testing nuclear bombs and have them. I'm yeah. with it. I'd like to see an updated version of that. I'm with it. I guess maybe for like, a, if you can consider it a franchise, maybe an update to uh, the Chud series. Oh, that would be, that maybe, would be maybe, good. Maybe not Bud the Chud. Just like the first one and make a new one. I mean, the effort. key here is unlimited funds because then you can use all the the practical effects and and but like again, I don't, the high-end CGI that you want. I agree. I don't really want to reboot Chud, though, because I think something that makes Chud so charming is that the fact that it's so 80s yeah, and so limited. Agreed. But I like the, the, the storyline of it. So I did. I went with the Wolfman. Okay. Because that needs... That needs... <laughs> that needs some TLC. Yeah. Some gentle TLC. It does. Um, uh, somebody was wondering if there were any other kinds of horror entertainment that you enjoy. Books, music, games. I love Stephen King. Uh, I read Stephen King all the time. Uh, for music, I'm big into the Gravediggers and the Flatliners and 3-6 Mafia who have horror elements to it. Uh, the Misfits. 3-6 Mafia. Love the Misfits. Misfits are great. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't really, I'm not really into much else. Like, the Misfits are good. I'm not really into much of the horror music. But then I do like it when I find it. But it's got to be, like, really well done. I really like the John Carpenter's album that came out last year. I heard about it. I heard about it. Uh, I don't play too many uh, horror video games. They I scare to... me too much. <laughs> yeah, there was one. I forget what the fuck it was called. There was one... You know, like years ago, but like I'd be playing, well, I was living at my parents' house, I'd be playing at like two in the morning and things would pop out at me sure. and you have like your headsets on and you're like, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. Dead space like ruined me. Like aliens popping out of fucking. Yeah. No. My heart can't handle no, this thanks. shit. No, no, it definitely <laughs> can't. Uh, this one is from um, our buddy, uh, what's her name? Jessica Hall. Okay. Is that her name? Yes. Um, three. Favorite three British horror films. She's British, eh? Good yes. question. Uh, my favorite three British horror films would have to be The Woman in Black, because it's BBC. I spoke for you on this one, and I was Did like, it? he's going to put this on his list. <laughs> Fucking love it. I think it's terrifying. Yeah. I think it's well made. Um, the Innocence. Okay, yep. Also think it's terrifying. Um, I, <laughs> I love The Wicker Man. She said if The Wicker Man was not on our list, that she would be very disappointed. I love The Wicker Man, and that's three, isn't it? But do, the descent- do one more, because I took Wicker Man off my list, because to me, it's it's just the best one. The oh, I don't best think British movie. I don't think it's the best one. But oh, I, I thought it was. Um, I think the other two I named are better, but uh, The Descent is a great British horror movie. Yeah. And uh, I'll go with like something like Witchfinder General. Because it's just badass. I had 28 Days Later. Okay. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, fuck. I know. There's some good ones out there. And then um, Hellraiser was listed as a British horror movie, and I didn't even think about it. Filmed, directed by a British guy, British actors. Bradley's But it takes place. Yeah. But it takes. Or is he? I don't know if he is or not. Yeah, I think he is. Um, But it takes place in America. I was talking. I was frown. I was talking. Yeah. I was talking to people on our like Facebook page about it. And it was like, 
It's just so weird that it was so British, yet I think it takes place in America. Like, is that um, just because it sells better here? Like, it's so weird, like, how they do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, it feels very much like an American movie. It doesn't feel it British does, at all. Yes. Um, I forget what my last British movie was. I don't, I don't remember. I don't recall off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next question is, what are your, some of your favorite foreign horror movies? And we'll go with, um, ones that are also foreign. Let's, let's say foreign language horror okay. movies. So Tale of Two Sisters is probably my oh, favorite. Oh, shit. I think it's so good. Beautifully made, beautiful story. Yeah. scary as hell. Fuck. Uh, Black Sunday or Black Sabbath, uh, either one of those. Okay. Love those movies. Um, Suspiria, of course. Are you not counting that as? No, I just oh. hate my list now. <laughs> um, pretty much any of those, like Fulci or Argento, but Suspiria, and um, I gotta give I gotta give lots of credit to Nosferatu. I think it's just fucking great. Yeah, I went Eyes Without a Face was on my list. Good one. I fucking love that movie, dude. That movie was so far ahead of its time it's so stupid like i want to sit anyone down and just watch that it's just great like, just watch this and can you believe this was fucking made in like 1960 like what is that the that scene is you know what scene i'm talking yeah about. uh diabolic i don't know if that's good. right but yeah great. i don't know how to say it diabolic i'll american it up <laughs> uh what are oh, that is literally just what i asked you um i'm about to say it again what What's your favorite? This is a hard question. What's your favorite kill death scene in a movie? Um, I really like that scene from Hellraiser. The Jesus wept. Ah, uh, yeah. Tear him yeah, apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I really like the shotgun blast from Maniac. Dude, ah, oh, that would have been up there for me for sure. I think every scene from Dead Alive is yeah. the best kill ever. Yeah, specifically yeah. that lawnmower. And honestly, the movie sucks. But that scene in Jason X where the guy's head gets frozen and Jason just smashes it is fantastic. Oh boy. Um I went, <laughs> I went that that question's super hard. You had some good answers there. Um I feel like I need to like create a list of all of my favorite deaths like, as I watch. I'm sure I'm missing so many. Oh yeah, because there's a million. You can't keep track of them all. I did um the the first death in Suspiria. You get stabbed in the heart. Dude, it's a great scene. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. It's at the broken glass, the lighting. And it, that scene to me set the tone for the movie. Like, I feel like if you I didn't don't even think of it, that's a great if scene. If you don't have that scene, I don't know how the rest of that movie plays out. Cause that just puts you on edge so much at the yeah. beginning that the rest of the movie, you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Like, it's really, really, I agree with that. Um, What's your favorite Romero zombie movie? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. I went by a living and he went with Day of the Dead. I mean, I mean they're yeah. all good. And they're all Choose the same. To throw a rock at one and whatever. <laughs> uh, what was your opinion on The Witch? A controversial topic. It's not for me, man. It's not for it's you. It's not for me. Now, you said it was a lot like... It reminded me a lot of Antichrist. One of my least favorite Lars movies Country. of all time. Um, uh, it's one of those movies where, like, I get why people like it. The, those movies just aren't for me. Like, I don't, I don't hate slow burns because there's some slow burns that I like, but it just wasn't for me. 
it did nothing for me. I didn't feel any suspense. Like it was really well made, but sorry guys. I don't think you have to be sorry. Um, yeah. Oh my God. What have I done? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I need to see it now, but, uh, if it is anything like antichrist, I'm going to fucking hate it. Cause antichrist pisses me off beyond belief. Yeah. It's up there with a racer head for me. <laughs> And Eraserhead really pissed me off. It goes, uh, what's that? Fucking Tetsuyo the Iron Man. That's the worst, man. The most infuriating movie of all time. Then Eraserhead. And then possibly The Witch. Or no. Uh, and then. Antichrist. Antichrist. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just not my, not my bag. They're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they just piss me off. Um, I'll say The Witch is much better than the ones you listed. Uh, okay. Well, Eraserhead. Eraserhead. I, no, Eraserhead's not good. But <laughs> it honestly makes me nauseous, that movie. Like, I got sick to my stomach watching that fucking movie. That weird fucking baby. Oh, yeah. God, no, so The Witch is way more enjoyable than that. Okay. Because it's just about goats. Um, if you made. <laughs> this, dude, I love this question. If. I think. Shit. I don't know who sent this question in. Um, <clears throat> I think Elliot sent this in. I don't remember, though. Um, if you made a tie-in pizza for your favorite horror movie, what would the toppings be? So, it's funny that this question came up because, you know, I'm half Italian and I love my Italian heritage. <laughs> and uh, on St. Joseph's Day, I always, oh. for years, I eat safrit, which is uh, veal heart. And I went the other week and they were like, you have to, the place I went to was like, you have to put mozzarella on this. I've never had it with mozzarella. And they like loaded it up. And I was like, why doesn't anyone fucking put this on a pizza? So I'd have it, a cannibal Holocaust pizza with uh, pieces of safri on top. <laughs> That's it'd good. It'd be delicious. And that was Daniel Harrington, not Elliot. I apologize um, to both, to both of you. Or maybe have a Texas chainsaw one with sausage. Um. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a Monster Squad themed. I did Wolfman's Got Nards, which is extra meatballs. Nice. And uh, <laughs> what makes fat kids so fat? And it's like a dessert <laughs> snicker pizza. That's great. Yeah, not bad, right? We should probably open a pizza place. No, yeah. I don't ever want to do that. <laughs> I assure you, I nope, no, thank you. Uh, was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 as bad as what everyone makes it out to be? Never saw it. Oh, really? No. Nah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, what kind of horror do you find the most repulsive? So, some movie came out called uh, <laughs> Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. And it is like... Oh, my the, uh, God. You saw that? It's the So, it's like the forerunner of what the guy calls vomit gore. <laughs> I made it maybe 15 minutes into it. So basically it's just uh, people barfing at each other. <laughs> uh, so vomit gore is my least, is my most repulsive horror. Oh my God. That is so fucking and I gross. think there's like sequels or like other like tie-ins. Like there's more than oh, one vomit gore movie yeah. out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're all vomit gore and so the people, names are ridiculous. Getting killed. What was the name of the one you saw? Slaughtered vomit dolls. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, it, it's all like the same name. I, just, like I said, I didn't finish it. It's like one of the few movies I couldn't sit through. But uh, it was about, about like some bulimic stripper just barfs and like kills people. 
Oh my god. Um, favorite horror novel to screen adaptation. All right, there's a couple. Um, Jaws. Oh, love the book. Didn't I love know the movie. Book. <laughs> uh, Misery is a really good Stephen King adaptation like, okay. to the screen to the movie. Uh, Jurassic Park, if you count it as horror, but great book, great movie. Um, Silence of the Lambs is a really good book, and I'm not the biggest fan of the movie Dracula, but the book Dracula to the movie kind of they go together. Really? They're, they're both boring. <laughs> I was about to say, I think I tried to read Dracula when I was like in like really young, like elementary school. And yeah, I was like, gonna, I was like, I can't sit through it's this. Not easy read. I did. I read through, I read Mary it's Shelley's Frankenstein and I was just like, why am I doing this? Oh, Dracula is so much more boring. Oh, it was way worse. Yeah. I mean, I, I read, I finished Frankenstein. It's like one of the few books I've actually read. Um, but yeah. Uh, if you had to live in a universe where one of these was a real threat, this, this question is fucking awesome. If you had to live in a universe where one of these was a real threat, would you choose the It Follows thingy? Freddy Krueger? Or, or, I don't know how to pronounce this, Bagel from Sinister. It Follows. You'd want to live in that universe. Yes. Yeah. You just fuck a lot and then the thing stays away from you. That's what I picked. I don't know what Bagel does, but he's pretty... Sounds like an asshole. <laughs> or, like, just don't have sex with people. Yeah. I mean, you'll see the weird thing Either following way, him. Yeah, or, wait, can you not see him? Oh, wait, no, they could see him. Oh, the thing moves so fucking slow. You have so much time. <laughs> the thing walks everywhere. <laughs> um, another great question. Stephen King talks about three types of elements of scary stories. Gross out. Horror, uh, which is giant creatures, fangs, etc. And terror, the unknown... The unsettling feeling you get in the dark, etc. I was wondering which element of scary storytelling is most appealing to you. Terror. That's what I went with. Wait. Yeah, that's what I went with. Yeah, yeah for sure. I love the unknown. I love like the unsettling. So. Yeah, I mean it's kinda like I love monsters, but uh Yeah, they're not scary. Nah. No. Terror is what what it is. And finally, we'll wrap this up. What role, if any, did horror films play in your childhood? They're everything. Yeah. <laughs> they were my childhood, man. Um, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but at a young age, my mom showed me The Bad Seed, mm-hmm. and I was just hooked ever since. Like, uh, I couldn't get enough. Like, we've said it before, too. Like, on the playground, you knew who Chucky was. You knew who Leprechaun was. And, like, I have two young, two younger brothers, and I couldn't stop. Yeah. Talking about the ones that I've seen, like trying to scare them. So yeah. the horror was a big part of my childhood. Um, you know, I actually do have a few more. Um, Tony M on our Facebook page. Thoughts on M. Night's Tales from the Crypt. She's concerned. <sighs> is it going to be a movie or is it like a It's TV? a series. It's a short run. I don't know. I Here's my thoughts. <sighs> As we've watched more Tales from the Crypt. Exactly. They're not that good. They're not the best. And people have a really fond memory of them, and that is fine. I do, too. I still would tell anyone I love from Tales from the Crypt. But when I watch them, I'm like, why am I watching a movie about or TV show about fucking bank robbers? Yeah. And, and a dumb twist at the end, which is why I think M. Night will be perfect at it. See, I have no faith in M. Night. <laughs> you did, put he'll be like, I'm not going to do twists anymore? Yeah. In a show that no was twist. all twists? It'll be all serious. <laughs> That's the twist. <laughs> Crypty, Crypty tells no jokes. Oh my god. And uh final one from Mike A. 
When are you going to do Luther the Geek? Damn it. God damn it. Mike. <laughs> I, wonder who, I wonder who that's from. Uh, I love Luther the Geek. I'll do it anytime. I fucking love Luther. I think that might be one of the most underrated. It's very good. I learned about it. Me and, um, me and Mike A went to a Fangoria con and Mike bought a book of like the 100 most underrated movies. That was the so only good. one like we remembered from the book. Um, and uh, so that's it for the um, mailbag. Uh, Derek K, Ryan S, and Tree Squid. We did not get to your questions, but I am holding off on them. We're kind of in the works of doing something really cool with Fangoria, or Joe is. Um, so I wanted to save your mailbag questions. Yeah, join me. Um, I, not to spoil anything, but no, probably <laughs> not. Um, well, I was going to say I, I can't do X very well. Oh, okay. Um, but, um. So, yeah, I don't want to say anything too early and then it not happen. But um, we're going to use those mailbag questions for something a little more interesting. So we really liked those. And I think those would be really good. Um, but that's it, guys. Thanks for this episode. I know it's kind of weird. We watched this movie two weeks ago and it sucked. <laughs> but hopefully the mailbag questions add up, make up for it. Um, that's really all we have. Uh, Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror. I'm at I Hate Horror Show on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at JoeV421. Uh, Instagram at I Hate Horror. And Joe is at Boognish1985. 1985. 1985. Uh, you can find us at IHateHorror.com. Thanks to Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. Nailed it. And that's a wrap. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I don't know if we have a decision on what movie's coming out next week do we no we don't um oh guilty pleasures start next week oh yeah that'll be exciting um hopefully that's what we do not off to edit this out it's not so like live streaming thank you so much our shirts are up for sale i think still i might have to re-edit i might have to re-record this later but anyway thank you guys so much we really appreciate it um rate review subscribe on itunes uh if you do send me an email sean at i hate horror and uh, we'll send you a sticker and anything else huh? that's a wrap guys for joe this is sean stay weird thank you adios